what career prospects do people have after entering a PhD program in chemistry or physics? That is what we discuss in this Café Con Science episode together with Alina and Andrea. Don't forget to subscribe in whatever platform you're using to listen to this episode and support us at patreon.com slash latinolabs. Hello again. All right, welcome to Café Con Science. Uh, this is Alina. I'm Andrea. And this is Nico. And we're here in our coffee break this Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> do you say, do people say Feliz Viernes? I don't even know. I've Feliz never Viernes. heard that. It's actually, I only started hearing Happy Friday here like this year. Feliz yeah. Viernes. Woo. People say happy whatever day to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, actually, every time I walk in, there is someone in my bu- There is someone in my building that always says like, "Happy Friday," or like "Happy Hump Day" when it's Wednesday. Hump um, Day? Yeah, because it's cute. So yeah, like, like the a, entire week. There was the a middle commercial about well. this. There was like a bad Geico commercial about this or something. Right? Yeah. Like the the camels in the zoo are like. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not go into Wednesday. Geico commercials. This is not a Geico commercial. We've said Geico like five times. So okay, right cool. <laughs> but Wednesday is hump day. Right, because okay. it's the middle of the week, and it's once you get past Wednesday... It's downhill. It's downhill into Friday. Right, uh, into the, the weekend. weekend. Very optimistic. Right, my meetings are all on Thursday and so Friday, like so once, that's like super so, untrue. So basically, if Wednesday has passed... You'll make it. You might as well not try. Because it's like downhill for What? <laughs> no, as in like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. I do have meetings on Fridays. Yeah. And Thursdays. Yeah. It's just, it's just like the, the mental thing, like the, the, you know, the Tuesday, like doldrums and then Wednesday's like the one to get anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't think that this is that crazy. I think you just haven't heard of it somehow. <laughs> but It's okay. Aye, aye, aye. Not everyone has heard everything. Okay. So in today's Cafe Con Science. I wanted to talk about future careers past grad school oh my god i thought that would be fun <laughs> i know this is great I'm like raise your Alrighty. blood pressure before the weekend really quick um because so i um i like it's the end of the semester right and or i guess the semester ended and a lot of people are starting to master out in my year like i'm in i'm in my third year so now is about when a lot of people are calling it and, um, what do you mean? Can you elaborate? Sorry. So, Come, in, what do you mean, master out? Right. Okay, that's true. So, in chemistry, at least, a lot of the programs um, are you don't apply for a master's degree necessarily. Um, especially here at CU Boulder, you can't actually apply for a master's in chemistry for that program. You have to apply to get into the PhD program. So you have to be accepted into the PhD program. Yeah, and then the intention is that you'll complete it and then you'll come out of it with a PhD. However you do so many things as you go on that at some point it, you've done enough to essentially have a master's in chemistry. And if you decide that for whatever reason a PhD isn't for you, you can leave with a master's. And so that's called mastering out. That's starting to happen in my year. Or I guess it's already started. And it's, I'm kind of bummed about that because I actually like a lot of those. Yeah, so many people that you like and that you had like, classes with, then they leave you for bigger and less stressful things. It's, or maybe not less stressful, but... Things that, that so what probably do, make them happier. So what do people that are living mastering out, what do they do? Because um, It depends on like the kind of careers that you would get with a master's versus a PhD. And if you get a PhD, you would probably have to, you know, either be a researcher at a right. lab, be in academia, um, some sort of paperwork kind of work as well. So, um, yeah, something more, more higher level. And like this is kind of, we talked about this, a, a little bit about like what's the value of a PhD um, what's the point of like being in grad school 
and it's really like the end game is what people are are considering when they're thinking masters versus phd right so like some positions you only need a master's so why would you go through the extra three to four years of getting a phd which is a whole lot of stress a whole lot of work when you don't need it. Yeah, so like certain lab tech jobs only require a master's, maybe even a bachelor's, depending on the kind of level of tech work you're doing. And so getting a PhD would be pretty much a waste of time. I mean, it's fun though. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm for still everyone. here. I'm yeah. still here. <laughs> uh, no, but it's true. Like, not everybody should get a PhD. Because, yeah, like, you just don't need it sometimes. W- w- the word would like collapse. Like, just don't. You, yeah. Yeah. It's, but for some people, you know, it's it's good and and we like it. Um, so so it could be that you start and then you try it and then and then you decide no, this is not for me. So what? So what else? So if you go to work for industry, for example, so like they work for yeah. um, a company that does chemistry. I don't know, like Dow Chemical or something like that. Yeah, yeah. a lot of consumer products. Um, yeah, you can work for cosmetics companies whatever they all need like researchers to yeah, I mean, make things food companies as well sure, yeah. i guess they hire a lot of chemists yeah and many of these positions they would prefer to hire someone who has a master's or just a bachelor's than hire a phd because it's not like research the way that i mean it is research but it's not the sort of research that you really need a phd for there's like different levels of it and so it's cheaper <laughs> you must yeah. hire a master's student than a phd do, do, do you think it is for the company, it is cheaper? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's you're more qualified. You have way more experience. A lot of the times, companies will take um, graduate school as experience years. So, like, so for, uh, for example, I know this because I know someone in the State Department. Um, if you do, like, a master's, the State Department will count those years in grad school for certain jobs as experience. So it's not, like, in-field experience, but it's still experience in that puts you higher up than someone straight out of college. Yeah, and the more experience you have, the more, you know, you yeah. would hope that your salary would raise, no? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I've heard I've heard that it's not always true. It's not always true. true. Right. But 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 it is true that you there are positions uh, both in industry and academia where like a PhD like you can only have you have a PhD, for example. Right. Well. Um it might not be just just pay but also the, the PhD. Like the I mean it's also a way of life that you need to buy in. Which is, um, yeah, not great sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's okay. But anyway, so what, what career choices are you considering? Um, so I do like research, like a lot, like lab research. So I don't know. Um, I would not, uh, this is, it's hard. And it's kind of almost near the time that I have to start thinking about it. Like near, but in a few years, but just think about it in the back of my head. I don't think that being like, a professor at a big research institute sounds like any fun at all. It sounds really miserable. I don't want to do that. Um, so not that. Uh, I I don't know. It sounds like you get to do a lot of being in the lab in some national labs, and so like government stuff, that could be fun. Um, industry, you also get to be in lab sometimes. <laughs> the real thing is I don't want to have to like leave the lab and go sit in an office most of my day. That sounds horrible. Okay. I mean, that sounds like a, a good way to, to start trying to make a decision. What about yeah. you, Alina? With me, kind of like Andrea, I like playing. I like research a lot. Um, and I like to do it in my own way, in my own time. I'm not a very, I'm not very, um, I don't keep a schedule, a regular schedule like other people do. I very much just want to do my own thing. At the same time, I do want my research to be geared towards 
providing a particular uh, need, as in like energy poverty around the world. That that's something that is something that I want to work into. Like, how do we get people um, to have more access to energy, and therefore their quality of life can improve over time right. as a result of the findings that scientists figure out. So you think, would you like to be more than an academic researcher so you can decide your direction? Because I guess that's one of the difference between academic researchers and industry researchers, right? Oh, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't do industry research. I could be a consultant for industry, but I wouldn't for, do research for industry. Right, so then, what would you like to be a professor at a at a research Yay. institute? <laughs> that is still an option. Okay. Yeah, go Alina. <laughs> hey. It's sorry, not sorry, it's sorry. It's not my favorite option. It's, it's hard, it's hard, but it's, it's you know, <laughs> we have conference, the conference others, room problems. Right, yeah, someone but, yeah, has to close know. the door. Um, but Nico, what's your story oh. as he thinks as he comes back? As he closes the door. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Um, what, my? No, well, I mean, physics is a little bit different than chemistry, I guess. It's similar in many ways, but it's different in others. Um, and I think my class, um, a few people mastered out. So, so I finished my PhD uh, a little bit more than a year ago. Um, so the people that mastered out, um, I think a couple people left within the year, so not even mastered out, because they realized it wasn't what they wanted to do. And so they left to work in, with their bachelor's degree. Um, one of them became a software engineer and he's, you know, done more money than all of us. So that's why I'm saying like, you know, your salary might not, you know, Just it's not, it's not the only, true. it's not the only parameter. Um, a few of the people that mastered out, mastered out from physics to go to another field. So they stayed in grad school, but they decided to go to law school or they decided to go into math or decided to go more in an engineering department. So it's always, it was always different. Right. Yeah. Um, but um and then some people left and they work in a, in a company so some of them work around here actually but i would say about 90 percent of the people that started with me finished with a phd 90 percent. yeah that's really high yeah. i think the numbers are usually like 30 percent leave the program in in science like somewhere around there so the department that's here crazy. in physics is very the way they do the selection the acceptance process they've tuned it so that people that start stay are the people that want to stay wow um which is one of the things they do but i don't actually know but one of the things i suspect they do is they look at you know what you write because when you apply to a phd it's almost like you're applying to a job right you write a letter explaining why you want to go there you show your resume your cv you have letters of recommendation and uh, they look a lot uh, for people that have already do already know what they are getting into mm. um and and i think that that taking that into account, um, the acceptance has worked out for them. It's also a very competitive department. Yeah. So, you know, they That's get true. like 800 applications a year or something like that, 600 to 800 for wow. like 40, 50 spots. Um, so then then maybe there's some of that um, played in. Chemistry is also very know, competitive. Do you know the numbers for chemistry though? I have no idea. I mean, it's obviously hundreds, but I don't know exactly. I don't know what the we are, Our department can be quite competitive, but it also depends on the division. I feel like organic chemistry is very competitive no matter what. 
But in so every is department. like analytical. There are only a few. Also. There are okay. So divisions in chemistry. Chemistry is such a like large middle field. You know, kind of between bio and physics and like a lot of other things that we like to cut it up into little pieces and call them divisions. <laughs> and um, sometimes the departments in different schools will accept you into a specific division, and sometimes they'll just accept you into chemistry in general. Um, we do into chemistry in general, though. Yes, but you you do select what division you want to go into, and they should be con- taking that That's into true. consideration when they are they looking into the ratios good. And the sense that I get is that organic chemistry, because people that go into chemistry are more likely to go into organic chemistry than for, say, um, Wait, so, so what is organic chemistry? What is organic that's chemistry? A lot of, okay, so organic chemistry is just chemistry based on like reactions with carbon things. It's a lot of the time organic molecules, meaning things that are in biologically important systems or in um, polymers. So it's not just like chemistry that is more expensive. No, it's it's not it's not farm to table chemistry. It's not. We like uh, home no. grow our molecules. According to chemistry, organic just means carbon based. That's all it means. So anything that has a carbon atom, um, or like where the main thing is a carbon atom, right, or like a yeah. chain of carbon atoms. Inorganic carbon. Yeah. What? Yeah. But that's a whole other thing. Oh my God. Get into that. Most carbon containing things are, are organic. organic. Yeah. So that's mainly it. I think we're being kicked out by a group who has to work here. So, well, it's seven um, minutes. We have seven minutes. We have seven okay, minutes. Okay, all right, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> so well, well, welcome to our lives of reserving rooms. <laughs> yeah, conference rooms are very, very... I didn't expect them to be this busy on a Friday. But I don't know. Okay, so organic might be competitive, but so is PCHEM. Because PCHEM, PCHEM is, is competitive, um, but I feel like it's and more PCHEM, competitive. by the way, is physical, physical chemistry. chemistry. And you, you should know that people in... Like, make sure you don't talk bad about any division, my friends. I know, I know. That's just no, no, no. I am in the physical chemistry division, and it is very, um, I feel like no matter what institution, I feel like that they're just more organic chemists than there are physical chemists, and therefore organic chemistry divisions tend to be more competitive. I don't know. Wait, I, don't, I don't know. So is physical chemistry just, it, I mean, from a physics point of view, isn't that all chemistry? Like, um, what, is, what is up with yeah, these names? Okay, so physical chemistry, you're pretty much doing physics in the chemistry department. Um, <laughs> no. That's, I mean, that's not, like, super untrue. Most of our professors that are in physical chemistry also just sometimes take physics students. Um, so there is a big mix. Uh, but mm. no, it's it's more you're looking at like interactions with light a lot of the time, and that tends to become like more photophysics. That that's where we like to live, in the yeah. physical chemistry department. Um, so how division? Uh, division. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and so that um, that tends to be it. Where like how your molecule interacts with light to do something weird. That's yes. you know a very bad nutshell explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still. Okay. All right. So, so, okay. Today, well, good topic though. So, talking about career um, options, I guess, or career. So, where do people go? Yeah. After. So, so after PhD, most people. Um, so, about sixty percent to seventy percent of people mm-hmm. work in non-academic positions, not in a oh. university. After they get a PhD, in like physics or really? chemistry or math or engineering, actually, in general which is less surprising for engineering, but you think about PhDs um, staying in academia and like in the ivory tower that, I don't know where it is, but like I, I, the, the, um, the metaphorical ivory tower. I mean, like you see physicists in the stock market. A lot of them actually. Hey. Hi. 
At two, right? Yeah. Can you just give us like three more minutes? Sure. Thanks. <laughs> it is one fifty-five. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> just to finish, I mean. Uh, we'll talk about this more another time. Yeah, but a lot of people then end up going to industry jobs that are related to physics. But a lot of people go to the, um, you know, yeah, as you were saying, the stock market, the NGOs. They try to use the the tools they have acquired for other things. They yeah. work in government, maybe. They help inform policy. A lot of positions, they like they just need people to explain the science to them so that they can make good laws, that sort of thing. Yeah, we need more of those positions, That'd though. I don't think yeah. they're <laughs> Consulting jobs. Industry really likes science consultants. Right, or even science communication, where like they're the people who take science that's happening and then like decide what the public needs to know about and then publish a little more a more manageable article than like the scientific paper. There's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, and then um, I think maybe we don't talk enough about those careers because, as I said, the majority of us tend to stay in science more directly. Yeah, but maybe not as a professor. Right, right. Yeah. Um, all right, so I think that's going to wrap up our coffee break. Sorry I was late, so we cut cut short. So it's my fault. <laughs> okay, well, happy Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, I, but then they know when we, we shouldn't say those things. Okay, well, this might not be on Memorial Day weekend, but I hope it was fun. Um, I'm Andrea. <laughs> I'm Alina. And this is Nico. All right, have fun.